It's White Coat Wednesday, which means we bring in our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Good morning, Dr. Mitch. Good morning to you, sir. Okay, so in addition to sort of your favorite medical stories of the week, we have something that's very much in the news. It's a new COVID-19 <laughs> variant. It's been a while yep. since I had COVID and a while since I had a booster. So how's that going to impact uh, somebody like me? Not really. Look, the variants have been circulating for a while. Omicron has gone through the XBBs. It's now EG.5. These are variants of interest rather than concern. It's going to continue to happen as long as the virus is circulating, as long as there are people who are susceptible, as long as there are people who aren't properly vaccinated. And so that's going to continue to be an issue. In terms of you and me, I view it now in the background sort of like any virus, like RSV, like flu, like uh, any of them. Uh, they're going to be there. They're going to be in the background. If you're not feeling well, really, you should stay at home. If you can't stay at home, you should be masking and or washing your hands very frequently. For those of us who are at high risk because of age or underlying health issues, we should be boosted if it's been more than six months since our last vaccine or six months since we last got sick. And I would wait until the fall because that's when we know that there's going to be a dramatic increase in the number of cases because everyone moves indoors, the kids come back to school. So there's always a bump in cases of sore throats and colds and flu and all sorts of things. I'd also wait until the fall because there's going to be a new formulation of the vaccines, the mRNA vaccines that's going to come out that's going to be more closely related to the new forms that are circulating in our communities. So summer is relatively safe for most people, unless you're at high risk. Um, be careful, be wise, realize it's out there. If you're at high risk, protect yourself, wear a mask, as I said, wash your hands. If you're around people like that, please be kind to them and protect them. Um, and then in the fall, we will probably need to be boosted. Um, as you may remember, there's a universal uh, antibody that has been discovered, a group of uh, antibodies that seem to be able to attack all coronaviruses, whether it's SARS-CoV-2, the original SARS, the Mediterranean um, uh, Respiratory Distress Syndrome uh, virus, which has been around since 2012, or any of the ones hanging around in bats and pangolins, which is where this virus hangs out. And from that, they may be able to make a one-shot cures-all vaccine. That's not ready yet, but that is on the horizon with any luck. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, as if we need to worry about something else, what is valley fever? <laughs> you know, if you want to freak out, <laughs> there's more than enough out there to create uh, fear, and this is one of them. Valley fever is the colloquial or common name for an infection caused by a fungus who, which lives in the desert, Arizona, areas like that, New Mexico. And when it gets really, 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 really dry, rather than living as a fungus in the soil, it forms spores, which are, I guess you could view them as almost like seeds that are very light. They get blown into the air, get sucked into your lungs. And if you're susceptible, if your immune system can't fight it off, that's a tough bug to fight off. It can then gain access to your body through the lungs. Um, coccidiomycosis is the classic valley fever, although there are other fungi, uh, not fungi, but funguses, plural thereof, um, that can cause infection in people. The real danger is if you visit these areas or um, as we're 
experiencing changes in our summers and they're becoming drier and longer and hotter, the risk is that these uh, organisms are starting to evolve into forms that can actually fit into people much better. They're evolving into forms that can take the higher temperature in our bodies, which was something that used to protect us in the past. And so you're going to see more and more of these cases, not just in people living in Arizona or New Mexico or desert-like areas in the States, but you're going to start seeing these moving north. And unfortunately, the anticipation is if things, nothing changes, you'll start seeing more cases in Canada. Right now in Canada, fairly rare as valley fever, although there are other uh, funguses, fungal infections that we are concerned about. Very tough to treat because uh, fung- funguses, fungi actually, that's the real plural, um, are very closely cellularly related to people. So uh, an antifungal medication runs the risk of causing all sorts of problems in the people. And so that's why treating them has been so difficult for us. Plus, they are difficult infections just by and large to treat. Super. It's a bit to the last of us for me. Um, one more story. <laughs> the history of pharmacology is full of these crazy case studies where you come up with a drug for one thing and it turns out to treat something else. And now apparently there's a weight loss drug which turns out to fight the risk of heart attack and stroke. So the semiglutides, of which there are a number of formulations, and these are the GLP-1 receptor antagonists that we've talked about in the past, were developed to help people with type 2 diabetes, stimulate their pancreas to do a little bit better and their body to not make as much sugar when they ate. And these drugs, because they help to control diabetes, will reduce your risk of heart disease and strokes, and because they cause weight loss will do that. But you have to prove it. And so there's a study that we haven't seen yet, but that the company has reported on, and so we're going to have to wait to see the actual published paper. But according to their reports, it has reduced the risk of cardiovascular disease, heart attack, stroke in people who are on this medication. So not unexpected, very good news. It'd be nice if a medication that was helping you to control your diabetes also, therefore, helped you reduce your risk of a heart attack or stroke, which are known complications of diabetes. It appears that this, the semiglutide uh, will do that. Now we actually have to see the papers to make sure that there weren't other things going on that the company in its announcement didn't share with us. Dr. Mitch, thanks a lot. Good to have you. Always a pleasure. I look forward to these. You take care. Dr. Mitch Shulman, our medical correspondent, perhaps the most famous case of what they call an off-list drug use would be a heart medication that was developed called minoxidil. And so it's developed for the heart. It's also known as Rogaine, which of course is something you use to treat hair loss.